0: Hello and welcome to Kildare County Council's County Development Plan podcast series, Understanding Kildare's County Development Plan. My name is Amy Granville. I'm a Senior Planner here in Kildare County Council and I, with my colleagues, will be taking you through the various aspects of this series. The Draft Kildare County Development Plan is available now to view until 24th of May 2022. To do this, you can visit our virtual consultation rooms at draftkildarecdp 2023. 2029ie through our consultation portal at consult.kildarecoco.ie or in person by appointment at the Planning Department in Kildare County Council. Submissions or observations regarding the Draft Development Plan may be made via our consultation portal or written submissions may also be made. Observations or submissions must be received by 4pm on Tuesday the 24th of May 2022. Kildare County Council is preparing this County Development Plan to outline the strategy To be undertaken for the proper planning and sustainable development of land use across County Kildare over the six year lifespan of the plan from 2023 to 2029. The plan seeks to address the physical, economic, social and environmental needs of the community in terms of supporting new development, protecting the environment and enhancing valued assets and amenity. As we navigate through this important phase of public consultation, when citizens, communities and businesses are encouraged to have their say on the future development of the county, This podcast series will explore many aspects of the County Development Plan, what it hopes to achieve, and most important of all, how it will inform the future development of the county. This series will include contributions from those developing and adopting the plan, as well as the views of and discussions with representatives of businesses and communities affected by our County Development Plan.
1: Hello and welcome to Understanding Kildare's County Development Plan, the podcast series where we talk to guests about developing and delivering a new county development plan for County Kildare and why it matters to you. I'm Owen Ryan, Director of Planning and Strategic Development with Kildare County Council and I'll be your host for this episode. Today I'm joined by Alan Shine, Chief Executive of County Kildare Chamber. Alan is a native of Kildare who hasn't moved far from his home place in Clane. He now lives in Straffan with his wife Sinead and four children. Appointed to his role in 2011, the County Kildare Chamber represents the voice of business in Kildare and is the largest business organisation in the Mideast region of Ireland, representing an employer base of over 400 businesses and 38,000 employees across the county. The Chamber is the business organisation proactively working to identify and progress developments that facilitate the economic and sustainable growth of, co- of the county. The Chamber hosts over 100 events annually, including training courses, network opportunities, learning programmes to cater for the mix of businesses they represent. Welcome, Alan. I'm oh, delighted to be here, Owen. Alan, the Chamber of Commerce represents a wide range of business across the county. How would you describe that mix and what makes Kildare unique in terms of doing business and what makes it attractive to potential businesses?
2: Yes, we represent over 400 companies um, in all towns and villages in Kildare and they're across all sectors of business. So from manufacturing, uh, food exporters, uh, high potential startups, to the multinationals and small businesses on the main streets of every town, um, so it's a good, it's a vibrant organisation. And um, as you said, we we provide a lot for businesses um, from training, support, mentoring programmes. Um, County is great. It's a great. It's an easy county, believe it or not, to promote. Um, we're here to promote, attract, maintain, and enhance business. And uh, as I said, it's very easy to promote and uh, attract business to Kildare because of its strategic location, so close to Dublin, um, its rail networks, and its airport and ports um, makes Kildare the location of choice for so many different businesses. And you can see that with the regular announcements um, as we welcome foreign direct investment into county, but also businesses there continue to grow and expand, and that happens on a very regular
1: basis. Uh, And Kildare is kind of unique, uh, I guess, in some respects that it has obviously a very strong equine sector, a very strong food and drink sector. Um, But yeah, we have these massive big employers like um, the likes of Pfizer and Intel and and the others. So it has a good mix and range uh, of businesses in the county, doesn't it? As well as the small scale kind of entrepreneur as well.
2: Yeah no it's a, there's a great mix and you know you can see that from what the from the local authority has done in terms of the Equine hub in Newbridge and the and merits which caters for the high potential startups in NACE, and then the proposed food and drinks hub down in High. and then when you look up towards north of the county and, and what Intel are doing there and creating 5000 more jobs and then Pfizer in Newbridge and the Kerry Group uh, the European HQ in Millennium Park they're synonymous with the equine industry and you know we have three excellent uh, race courses that are self-sufficient in the county we're only, we're only county in Ireland to have three race courses in Punchestown and uh, Nace and the Curra are all doing very well and uh, you know the Liffey and the Grand Canal and the Royal Canal and the, all the sports and Nace having a great year in, in, this, in sports this year and then uh, obviously we the home of the Ryder Cup the only venue uh, to, to host
1: the Ryder Cup in Ireland is,
2: is the K Club uh, in Straffan.
1: And what do you think the county development plan can do to support the local economy and and businesses generally?
2: I think the county development plan sets the scene it lays out a, a, the future map and future proofing of Kildare over the next number of years I think it's essential that we get this plan uh, right um, it's, it's, it's essential that we get it right in so many different ways in terms of uh, public realm roads infrastructure uh, the zoning of land and land use over the county uh, is it's critical for from an economic perspective but also for people living in the towns and villages that they're, they have a, a, a sense of certainty that their, their villages and towns are not going to be they're not going to be looking out the kitchen window in a few years time and looking at a massive industrial park that they can look out the kitchen window and hopefully see playgrounds and uh, and community activity happening in their villages but that we also zone properly uh, and, and zone it correctly that where we have to have economic acti- activity that the zoning is there for that but where we have to be future proofing in terms of ensuring that we get it right in terms of sustainable uh, practices and climate uh, climate change is obviously very topical at the moment that we get that right in terms of our biodiversity and Kildare is rich in terms of its public realm so it's crucial that we get the, the voice of the public and the, and the voice of community groups, clubs and associations involved in the, in this plan.
1: Tell me, Alan, uh, what trends are you seeing in terms of economic development at the moment in the county? Is there anything in particular that stands out for you?
2: Yeah, I think over the next um, couple of weeks and months ahead, you're going to see a lot in life sciences, biotech, biopharma and medtech companies expression interest in coming to Kildare you know, in, in terms of uh, up north of the county obviously down south of the county it's, it's, it's high dependency is in terms of food, agri, businesses and so forth. Uh, a lot of companies looking to locate into Kildare are, are export driven. Uh, we're very fortunate uh, along with the chamber that we have a very good enterprise office and, and a local authority that's economically driven in terms of the supports that it can provide businesses. So Kildare is, it, it's such a, a wide and varied mix of businesses that we'd have Specific locations across the county to cater for uh, specific needs and, and what business needs.
1: Yeah, and I guess given our location on with both the motorway, the M4, the M7, the M9 running through the county, it is a strong area to do logistics and warehousing. I know uh, from the, the planning application side uh, here in Kildare, we're seeing some very uh, significant scaled kind of logistics and warehousing, uh, you know, enterprises. Uh, many of them already located here, but some expanding as well.
2: Yeah, I think we, you know, and, and that's always very welcome that we do have that in in, in towns like Kilcock and, and Nace and Newbridge. But with this development plan and looking forward, I think we have to be particular, pay particular attention to how we zone and future-proof different land banks. And do we need, and I think that discussion has to happen, do we need uh, more in terms of transportation, logistics and warehousing companies or should we be looking to attract uh, different uh, business sectors, like I mentioned in life sciences, biotech, medtech companies, and they with the relationship that they can develop with Maynooth University and the output of the university in terms of the flow of talent that comes out through the gates every year. you know they, they, Those those students, that's the kind of jobs that they're looking for and they're educated in. Obviously, with our close proximity to Dublin, um, having all these logistics warehouse and transportation companies, it makes sense for those to be potentially located in Kildare. But I think the question needs to be asked, do, do we have enough? Uh, are we catering for enough of these companies listeners out there particularly those listening in and around the Clane area will be very familiar with the, the Vs that come down from Kilcock down into Clane every day coming down towards Nace so we have to pay particular attention to how we zone uh, our roads, our, our, our bypasses our, our, um, and you know that needs to we need to get more input into the draft plan I think from community groups, clubs and associations as to what their concerns may be
1: but uh, I guess ultimately Kildare has a very strong and wide kind of economic base to draw from, and I think that's one of its strengths that makes it stand uh, stands out, you know, from a lot of uh, maybe counties in the western seaboard uh, and all of that. And we are on the doorstep of Dublin with good access to the international airport and uh, all of those other things, and these are all important, aren't they?
2: Or Dublin could be on the doorstep of Kildare. There you go. That's the way uh, we like to we like to sell it. That Dublin's on the doorstep. We're no longer in the shadows of uh, of, of Dublin, and uh, uh, you know, and, and that's the uniqueness of. Kildare, as you mentioned, is that we have we've, we're rich in terms of our arts, our heritage our culture, uh, our business mix is, is excellent um, mm-hmm. our education base with the university is excellent and it, it makes it easy for us to, to sell Kildare. When we're out looking to, to attract foreign direct investment into Kildare, it, it potentially is a lot easier for us than uh, maybe other locations in the country.
1: And, and during COVID, Alan, there was a lot of people working from home and I think we've seen during that period an increase in the number of planning applications for people to convert attics and looking for home extensions. There's actually been a, quite a significant spike in planning applications in, in those areas but that's ha- also had an added benefit to our towns and villages and the smaller communities as well.
2: Yeah, you can you can actually see that in the smaller towns and villages where there's a lot more coffee shops and businesses opening up. There's a bigger footfall perhaps than beforehand, you know, where the businesses would have experienced that in the Saturday is on Sundays perhaps but they're seeing that during the week as well.
1: You touched on it a, a few moments ago Alan but like in terms of strategic infrastructure how important is that for economic development? It's crucial because it, the one thing business needs is certainty and business needs certainty
2: in terms of its infrastructure and its supply of energy its output from Manute University to know that they have a, a strong, vibrant location is hugely important and that they have the infrastructure needs as well. But alongside that, what a lot of businesses are looking for now is the public realm, to make sure that if, the, if their employees are going to be living in the county, that they can live in the county can, and easily access throughout the county, that there's good public uh, transport and clubs and associations and sports so that when business do set up, that the employees uh, can find it easily um, to, to locate here as well.
1: So it's about really creating proper social infrastructure to st- support businesses and residents that live in the area. Yeah. And from a strategic uh, infrastructure uh, perspective, like we're fortunate enough now that we have funding for uh, a second bridge in Selbridge, and we're trying to progress within the county plans for a second bridge in Newbridge, and obviously one of the more exciting kind of plans for the county is the electrification of Dart, the whole way out to Manute, and plans to extend it down uh, southwest down towards Salons and hopefully beyond. Do you think you touched earlier on the whole issue of zoning land for different types of economic development? Do you think that? that land should be kind of generally zoned or, or do you think that uh, we should be specific in the zoning or do you think we have enough in terms of the quantum of zoned land for economic development
2: the zoning of the land is crucial so the investors and businesses that they can see what they where they can easily access zoned land rather than identifying land that potentially has to go through the planning system so if the zone is if the land is zoned uh, appropriately then it's a lot easier for businesses to come into the county to potentially expand or locate or relocate Uh, But then we have to bear in mind our our small towns and villages and to ensure that we get that mix right, that they potentially don't need that... uh zoning for warehousing or commercial use that they have proper zoning there for community benefit in terms of playgrounds, public realm and so forth. The zoning is crucial because as I said, there's not a business out there that, are, that needs looking to locate in Ireland in four year, or Kildare in four years time. They're looking to locate in, in Kildare uh, within 16, 18, 24 months or so forth. So zoning is crucial and then having yourselves involved in terms of to guide businesses through that process as quickly and as easy as it can happen and with ourselves involved as well makes it easier for companies.
1: Yeah, and look, the county development plan also has a number of policies there to do with uh, wind energy. There's now a wind energy strategy in our draft county development plan. And uh, I guess, look, we are seeing increased activity in this area, not just actually in wind, but also in uh, solar farm planning applications as well. I think a at, uh, at part of the wind energy strategy, we've, we've identified a number of zones where we feel it might be more appropriate to have them and areas where they might be uh, open for consideration. So and others where we think maybe the landscape sensitivity there is such that we'd probably want to protect that landscape and it would be harder to get wind farm applications through. So. I guess that might be something for our listeners to hone in on in relation to uh, any issues that they might like to comment on in relation to that. Well,
2: there is, you know, like, I suppose Kildare, with, with the amount of equine land that we have in Kildare, we always have to be mindful of how we zone and plan land, be that in terms of wind energy or, you know, I'll give you an example of the, the air grid, the Mead-Kildare upgrade um, that's going through um, the, the the final stages of looking at what route it may, may take. We need to make, ensure that that happens and it happens uh, within the certain within the time frame that Airgrid have uh, identified, because businesses, as I uh, keep saying, need certainty. Uh, we need to have uh, a ready supply of energy, be that in terms of electric or bio or wind. Um, so we look, Kildare, as I said, great county to be able to do all these things. But the one thing that's interesting, I think, in Kildare as well is that you look at the north of the county it's very much focused on the. It's very much economic driven in terms of what what it has and uh, the likes of Intel and Maynooth. and then West Kildare is kind of more rural in terms of of, of its landscape and the middle of the county then is very much economic driven with sport and activities and the south of the county is more agricultural and so forth. So, it's you know, it's diverse in its nature in terms from a business perspective, community perspective and then from a planning perspective as well. So it's a, such a, a, a large county and to get the zoning right and the development plan uh, right in terms of suiting the needs of everybody, it may be difficult. But I think the more ap- uh, more submissions, I suppose, the council get in, the more advice it can take and the more opinions it can it can take on, on board in, in finalising that plan.
1: Um, Alan, I know the Chamber has been a strong advocate of sustainability initiatives uh, among its members. How important do you think sustainability is actually for the future of Kildare?
2: Oh, it's crucial. We're we're leading out a, a very good challenge at the moment, a, a business challenge with Intel on sustainability, uh, with a sustainability programme. We have, I think, over 300 businesses uh, in the middle of that at the moment, where we're planting trees in Barrettstown for every company that takes part in that. And that's our small little bit that we're doing in terms of, this, uh, of sustainability. And then Manute becoming a, a decarbonised town, I think that that's crucial going forward and educating uh the young people and how they can play their part. And then we have the Sustainable Energy com- Committees across uh, Kildare as well, and they're all doing their bits in, the, in in towns and villages as well. But as we go forward, you know, th- we can all make such a, a small difference um, in terms of sustainability and how we can reduce our energy in our businesses and in, in our homes.
1: One of the things I'd like to know is, from your perspective, uh, what three things do you would you like your members in the Chamber to understand about the County Development Plan?
2: Well, firstly, to engage with the Chamber and, and engage with us in, in terms of our submission to the County Development Plan, that's crucial that we get the voice of, of all business. Uh, that's what we... to shape our own submission. I think businesses uh, you know they'll, they'll use us for that I think from a community perspective is that clubs community groups associations of any kind should also be looking to prepare their own submission and be parochial in what they're looking for because if you're up north of the county perhaps you mightn't be interested in what happens down south of the county where we'll take the whole holistic view from a business perspective we'll be looking for from from the whole county and then identifying certain areas where we, th- we think there could be improvements needed and where the council may need to shape differently the, the development plan uh, it's a great county there's a lot that we can do it's not perfect but I think we're in a, in a very good place to to uh, maintain business going forward to protect business and to, to promote business going forward
1: Thank you very much Alan that's some great uh, perspectives and insights there in that discussion thank you Thanks Owen That's it for episode 3 of the series join us next time when we'll be speaking to Kildare County Council Heritage Officer Bridget Lachlan